Welcome to the Martial Arts Business Podcast, helping martial arts club owners grow, develop and scale their schools with marketing, retention, systems, staff, branding, social media and much more, giving you the tools and skills to become a black belt in business. Here's your host, three times world martial arts champion, award-winning school owner, successful business coach and number one best-selling author, Gordon Bircham. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Today we've got a super, super exciting episode, and I mean a world-class episode. Um, I've been joined today by a world-class human being. Um, This human being I have learned from so much over the last 18 months plus in so many different ways, not just in what I'm going to talk to you about in a minute and we're going to discuss, but in life in general. An amazing human being, which you'll um, get a snippet of today. Um, I've learned... Um, the art of selling and closing at a very, very high level. I believe he's one of the best in the world for sure. Um, and I'm not the only one who says that. Um, he is um, very unique in what he does. Um, you know, I come from a very negative sales closing kind of background, fear shit, like not really interested in that kind of stuff since sales as dirty. And um, what I've learned from this incredible person is. And just, it's not about hard sell, 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 sell. It's about understanding people's needs, wants, and serving them what they need, which is uh, all around great language, great conversation, tonality. You're going to absolutely love this man. Um, So I'm really excited to be sharing this podcast with him. Um, I'm going to, without further ado, I'm going to introduce him. Welcome, Mr. Matt Elwell. How are we doing? Gordon, thank you, uh, as ever, for... Uh, saying so many lovely things about me, nearly all of which I would probably challenge and say are not true. But uh, thanks, mate. I really I'd appreciate to, it. I'd have to disagree with you. That <laughs> honest human thank you. A place of honesty. It means a lot to me. Thank you. It's the truth. Um, so, so, Matt, welcome. I'm so excited. And I know the viewers, we're, we're listening to around 40 countries around the world now on our podcast, which is super exciting. Well done, mate. It's amazing. It's all about... Um, all about helping martial arts school owners build their businesses and having people like yourself on the podcast is very, very important because, you know, you've been instrumental in my journey, you know, and you know, I've been in martial arts schools for 20 plus years and, you know, I've grown massively, et cetera, within, you know, over that, you know, especially in the last sort of 12 years. However, one of the hidden ingredients for me was understanding about selling and closing, which actually it was always over here. Like I would push that stuff away. Um, but what you bring to the table is really, 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 really unique. So um, I, I thought it'd be great to get you on here because I know so many school owners will benefit from this. So I thought it would be really good. And by the way, anyone who's listening to the podcast, I can near guarantee there's going to be follow-up episodes on this, just so you're aware. <laughs> so we're just going to go into level one here. So what we want to do today is really introduce you to Matt's system concept of selling and closing. So um, it's just great to have you on here. So I thought, like, um, what are your thoughts? So first of all, I thought, Matt, just to give them a quick overview, who you are, what you do, et cetera, would be really cool. So um, how could you possibly... Um, uh, share that little story with us. Yeah, okay. Th- thanks, Gord. Um, and great to be on here. Uh, what I love about martial arts, and I think one of the reasons why <clears throat> Gordon and I have got such a special relationship, and more importantly, um, you know, become amazing friends, is because uh, martial arts, uh, the values in martial arts, and much more importantly, the results that martial arts gets other than turning people into black belts or white belts or 
blue belts, or, and by the way, I'm not a martial artist, as you can probably tell. But it's the result and the impact it has uh, on human beings' lives, the way it can shape uh, a child's life, for example, the way it could shape uh, a mum who maybe is on her own um, and life's quite tough, but going down to the dojo twice a week, um, meeting other like-minded people, staying fit, healthy, having fun, being competitive, challenging yourself, all within the ethos, ethos of discipline and respect. I think um, is, a, is a big connection with me. And, and the reason being is my background is um, rugby, uh, as in uh, the sport of rugby. And um, rugby has five values that I believe uh, are not just about sport, but they're about life and people. Um, and I think martial arts has got this connection. So rugby's five values are teamwork, respect, uh, enjoyment, discipline, and sportsmanship. Um, and when you think about those five values, um, that one, they massively connect with martial arts, and two, they massively, massively connect with just good quality humans across the planet. And I think um, I, first and foremost, found that sort of collision between rugby and martial arts and everything it stands for uh, really powerful. And when I was 15, I, uh, without rugby, the sport of rugby and the people in it and the values it has, um, I, I would not be sitting here today. My, my, my path would definitely have gone down a completely different route. And uh, for, the, for the worse, I'm, sure, I'm convinced. Um, I got the wrong people around me. I got the wrong mindset. I got the wrong attitude. And what, what rugby did for me was iron it out. So first and foremost, that's probably a bit of a foundation as to why um, so I, I own a business called the Elite Closing Academy, and uh, it's a, a, a training business, a sales and closing training business. And everything I did and everything I do, the purpose of it, um, it has foundation uh, around those values that rugby and martial arts has. Uh, I believe in human-to-human -human interaction. Um, I believe that your heart is the place that you should go to when you're selling and closing. Other than your head, uh, logic plays a big part in uh, what you amazing martial arts business owners do uh, for other people with your training classes and your schools and your dojos. Of course, there has to be uh, a logical system to learn how to become a fighter, uh, to learn how to become a champion, to learn how to become a five-year-old uh, and do martial arts safely, but ultimately it's the power and the emotion of being in a dojo that stands for good in people. Um, that, that, that's where the power is. What I do in the academy is I connect uh, logic and emotion uh, to your sales cycle, to your sales process, so that closing the sale, somebody that wants to come to your dojo, somebody that wants to benefit from all of the great things that the dojo gives. But more importantly, um, somebody that wants to come to martial arts to overcome a problem that they're having in their life might be they're carrying weight. It might be one of the children are being bullied. It might be that uh, the streets that the city that you live in around the world are a little bit dangerous and you want to give your children, your wife, yourself, just the ability to defend yourself, whatever it may be. 
Um, so I think that's probably the best, um, the, the best sort of connection I can give uh, to all your listeners now, Gordon, that um, you know, gives them a feel for, for what the, my academy does, the Elite Closing Academy, and why we've connected at such a deep level. I think that's wonderful. And, and I'm sure the viewers here can hear um, uh, your passion, but also your heart. I mean, you, you talk about your heart a lot. You love, love is so important. I know it is important to you. And what I love about that is it absolutely, it absolutely is um, important in, you know, where I am and what I do. And that's why I think we do connect really, really well. And what I love about what you do, Matt, is you do go from the heart and, when you talk sales and closing to most people, you know, if you do like, and you can, we can like, I can do this in a room of hundred people and 80 odd percent of them will put their hand and say, like, I don't like sales, you know? <laughs> and I think there's more than what they're, they're saying there as well. You know, I really believe that. I think there's such a, you know, we're grown up in the UK and actually around the world. Many people are like, whoa, you know, I don't want to be sold to. What is beautiful about what you teach where you say, and again, you said it connecting to your heart, it's and selling with emotion. Absolutely. Like if you can, if you can learn the skills, which Matt will teach some of them today as well on the podcast is that it's not going to a place of, um, you know, uh, of, uh, anything more than love. Like it's just a case. I want to serve these people. And guess what? And what's beautiful about Matt, Matt will say, like, if it's not right for them, it's not right for them. You're not going to get them into a headlock and drag them over into your martial arts school or try and trick them in any way. That's what I love about what you do, Matt. You're not trying to, you're trying, you're, you're, what you're going to learn today, guys, it's not about that. It's not about getting them over the line. Like, let's see what we can do. It's about, it's about learning great language. And a lot of the things that you teach, you, you teach the close yourself cycle. What I love about Matt's stuff, he teaches you to use great language. And the language that you use enables them to make the decision that they can't make themselves. Like I, I talk on stage, I talk about Matt a lot. I love him. He's like, he's in my soul. Like I just, you know, he's, he, I wake up every day and I think about Matt, you know, he's a great friend. And I, and, and the reason is because we're very connected, but also I, I, I know he's trying to serve humanity. And I talk about the first thing I say is, you know, with Matt, what he's trying to do is he's trying to make sure that he can serve everyone at a massive level, a high level. And one of the great things I want to share on the podcast here is that um, the reason that it works so well and, and has done for me is because it's where you're coming, the place you're coming from is serving. So it's like you always taught us from the beginning, it's like serving is selling and selling is serving. It's like you, both, if you sell to someone, you can serve them. And some people go, well, that's, what's that all about? Well, actually, it's so true in my business. Like, absolutely, I can serve my, you, you know me very well now, Matt. I, I want to serve at a really high level. I like to give. To, but to stretch out to the world, sometimes you've got to learn how to sell to them. And that might not be selling just a for money. It could be selling your service, your, what you are, who you are as a human being. It might be yeah. selling your concept to start with. It doesn't need to say that you're selling for money. And it allows you to reach more people and, to, and also selling, you know, what is, you know, how you can get them to the next place. So, like I always say from stage, I'm like, most people can't make a decision these days. They can't, they're stuck in the room, you know, and what, what Matt's going to teach us is, is how to use great language to help them make a decision they can't make on their own. To, to just put um, a very simple, con- try and put some of that, um, you know, it's quite complex. Here's a, the system that I teach. I believe it's called um, serve, 
sell, close, serve cycle. I want you to write that down. Serve, sell, close, serve cycle. And what I want you to do if you're listening to this podcast, if you've got a pen, write down the word serve, write down the word sell, and write down the word close. And the opposite of serve is to hold back. The opposite of sell is to get. And the opposite of close is open. So the relevance to this and understanding this um, uh, philosophy really is if you serve unconditionally all the way through the cycle of the moment somebody comes to your dojo, if you just serve and serve and serve and serve and never transition to selling or closing, here's the problem. You'll actually end up holding them back because if you don't show them that um, whatever drew them towards the dojo, and let's, let me give an example. I did a two-day training uh, yesterday. I do a monthly two-day training in Birmingham, the Elite Closing Academy. And people fly in from all over the, um, the country, all over Europe now. And yesterday, I had a number of martial arts business owners at my two-day training. And um, we were talking about – we were talking about um, – like, when do you stop serving and start selling? And the, the way I did it is I gave an example. I said, you know when you do a free training night down at the dojo? And everybody comes down and the kids have really enjoyed it. And the example we use is that uh, there was one, a child, uh, let's say there's a young child, a boy, who um, is suffering at school with being bullied a little bit and that's affecting his confidence. And your marketing was talking about anti-bullying and your marketing was talking about confidence in children. And that's what drew the parents toward you in the first place. They have a problem that martial arts can solve just through a martial arts classes over a period of time where you can enable a young person who is in a bad situation, who's being bullied, and give them the skills and the understanding to overcome the strife that they're feeling in their life. And it's not just a physical strife being bullied, it's emotional, spiritual, it will affect the whole of that person's life unless, as adults, we handle it for them because they're too young to cope themselves, you see. So this person comes down to your dojo and they have a free night with their mom and dad and they enjoy it, but you and your team are so fucking scared of selling and so fucking scared of closing a deal that actually they end up not buying the product that would solve that enormous problem. You have served them so much by giving them loads of like time in your dojo, but not closing them that you've actually, by serving too much, held them back. Yeah. And that is a real, real, real um, shame. It's a shame. It's a shame. And what I admire most about you, Gordon, and, and you came up yesterday in my training a number of times, what I admire the most about you is that you've challenged uh, what martial artists tell me was an attitude or is an attitude that exists in the martial art world. That is, it is wrong to make money at teaching the art. And the point is, it's not wrong to make money at teaching the art as long as you solve problems like bullying. Yeah, absolutely. It's wrong to make money where you don't give fucking good quality classes and no one, you're just getting the opposite of selling 
congruently is get. If you're just trying to get customers in your dojo so that you make a shitload of money and you don't give a fuck about their experience, then you're in get energy and you're not selling. Selling's a green word. The red word is get. When you're trying to get something from someone, that is called hard sales. And I believe that great selling is asking what do they need from your martial arts classes for it to be the greatest investment they've ever made. And lastly, if you can't close, they come to the, the dojo, they come to the free session. Their child's being bullied. Their child's a beast. Um, their child's going to die when it's 40 because it's a beast now, right? And they come there, and because you can't close, you leave that situation open. Yeah. And that's what I teach. Yeah. The serve sell, close, cycle. And the reason why there's another serve on the end is because of this martial artist around the world closing and selling to human beings that would benefit from what you do. Closing and selling to human beings and children who need the discipline and the love and the power and the respect and the health and the fun and the happiness that martial arts brings, that is serving. Yes. Serving, selling is serving. That's how you serve. I think, and this is what is just unique about what you do. It's coming from a different place. So, and I know this is why you connect so much with martial artists because it's complete role reversal of what their mindset is. Is it's selling out? You're it's dirty. It's that, and this is this here. What um, Matt's sharing is golden because before you can learn to sell and close, you need to understand why you're doing it. You're doing it to serve more people, to help them. Because I know, and if you want to uh, listen to this podcast, I know you ultimately want to help change people's lives. Most people who do teach martial arts love seeing children, adults, whatever that is, develop and go from here to here, transforming lives. That's your, and actually, the more you learn to use great language, the more you learn to close the deal, the more you can serve, which is what Matt's all about. And I can say, hand on my heart, Matt has helped me add at least a couple of hundred thousand pounds to our business, like just yeah, on learning these skills. I mean, just toss that one away, a couple of hundred grand. You know, that's a significant sum of money. What, what you need to do as well is the amount of money is important, but um, how many humans is yeah. that? that yeah. now understand your yeah. philosophy, now understand well, it's, that there's an opportunity to overcome emotional, physical, mental problems yeah. through sport, yeah. through the art of martial arts that they didn't have before. And, and, and exactly right. I mean, I shared the monetary side because so it's easy to equate to the people. But when you look at a deeper level, which is what we talk about a lot, Matt, which is... Um, it's like that ripple effect. So it's not changing, as we know, you change a human being's life. It's not changing that human's being li- the human being's life. That is not where it stops. It is a ripple effect that affects people across the world. That put, that lady who comes in, who's, she comes into the dojo, she's low on confidence and she feels overweight and her self-worth is diminished. She comes in after that first class and absolutely ignites her energies up. She's never felt so high. You've been building her up. She's feeling them. I'm only using the ladies for one example. She goes home and you've lifted her spirits. She goes home in a much better mood. She may go home and have a much better mood with her kids and her husband and her spouse, et cetera, et cetera. That may happen. 
she may get up in the morning feeling her self-worth has increased because now she's doing something about it. She's going on, she has a better time at work. She serves her clients better. This is what called a ripple effect. And, and that's the, that's the beauty of martial arts and that like going back to that. So you're right um, there, Matt, it's, it is just, it's never ending. The more we share yeah. the ripple effect, it's so amazing. So, and I, and I think I think what you said earlier is really important. You know, for those listening uh, um, to this podcast, often the best place to start is just your own journey. Um, you know, I look back at me as a 15-year-old and without rugby um, and all of the amazing things and people and philosophies and discipline that go with that. And by the way, some of it was tough love. You know, one or two of the older lads give me a bit of a knocking training and knocking me down a peg or two. Um, you know, it's not all easy going, is it? Um, you know, when you're on the wrong path, finding, uh, you know, the right path is, is never uh, easy in life. And, and tough love is the best love. So look at your own journey and think about where you would be right now without this amazing... Uh, art of martial artists that you've had where would you be what would be going wrong and that is you know I, I'm not going to assume or presume but uh, I'm going to make a helpful assumption that for all of you listening that this has made you a better person that this has enabled you to uh, be more disciplined to control anger internal anger external anger um, to learn how to respect others uh, even more than you did before. And I think um, that now becomes your duty to share it. And the way to do that is to have a sales process uh, that I call caterpillar egg all the way through to beautiful butterfly that flies around and pollinates everything that it can see. That's amazing. Absolutely awesome. So, so guys, we could, we're on this podcast. Trust me, we could be going talking about this stuff for hours and hours and hours. Well, I thought we were really good now, Matt. So that's just amazing. And so um, we're now doing uh, like, so we're going to go into like, I thought I'd, I'd ask you now, some of the basic. Don't excuse my daughter and the dog. We, we're, <laughs> we're dog sitting. <laughs> okay. So, so, um, so I would say uh, like, it'd be really good to work on some of the fundamentals of selling and closing. Like, let's take it from the beginning. What is like, so let's say this, people not, not, understand this some of the guys in our community know who you are you've spoken some of the stages but there's a lot of people who won't know the foundational stuff to selling and closing so um let's go over some of the fundamentals i think we're really really good what is top line when you're teaching from the beginning important to be able to be great at selling and closing yeah i mean um so that's a huge question to uh, answer on the podcast thanks for uh, the quality of the question uh, the answer is, um, I have a formula called the Elite Closing Academy formula that I teach. Um, and, you know, I mentioned at my two-day training, a number of martial artists are in their business owners. And the four things that I teach are um, what I call four um, surface-level words. Um, you need awareness. Um, you need an attitude that's completely different to anything else. Um, you need to be able to take action through technique and structured uh, processes. And finally, you've got to get really good at asking powerful questions. And those are the four uh, key things that you need. Let me uh, just delve into um, just attitude for one second to give people uh, a feel for, for what Gordon 
um, and I you know work on all the time. And just a reminder again, the four things you need are awareness, attitude, take action through technique and skill, structure, and lastly, asking powerful questions. Um, if you take attitude, um, Einstein, the great Einstein, talked about this level of thinking here requires a certain level of thinking, and it gets us this far. This level of thinking requires another level of thinking that just to think here is completely different to thinking here. Now, the gap is, for some people, enormous. So let me explain. For some people, our fear of selling or being sold to is so big that the thought of taking that gap on requires this level of thinking. I'm just not going to do it. And this is the thing that you must do. You've got to challenge your ancient mindset, your ancient pattern, your shitty little thinking, because ultimately it's our shitty little thinking that stops us from getting any further than where we are now when it comes to sales. And what, what I teach in my academy, this is what my academy is for, this gap. And this is what you've worked on. You've been working on this gap for 18 months. Now, when I first started with you, Gordon, you would, you'd have been here. Yeah. You're up here now. I'm not saying you've cracked it. No one's cracked it. I haven't cracked it. But the point is, is it's your thinking that's changed. Yeah. You're now thinking a much higher level than this thinking. And that is the thing that you need the most with your attitude, your attitude about being purposeful in your sales process, about being professional in your sales process, and, and crucially being persistent in the process for those people that need you, for those people that want what you do, it's critical that your thinking isn't here and that you challenge your thinking. Give them all of the left brain detail, all the logical information, Give them the options. Give them the price. Position your price early so that while they're running their shitty little price pattern in their brain, you continue to add value to them, emotional value about how amazing martial arts is, but more importantly, what result they can get by becoming a martial artist that they're not getting now. They could be obese. They could be unhealthy. They could be unwell. They might be lacking confidence. Their children could be bullied. They could be getting, um, like, all of the above that you guys do on a day-to-day basis. Um, whatever it is that they're doing, if, you're, if your mindset and attitude around sales is here, you will end up not serving them and holding them back. And that's the biggest thing I would share on this podcast. Um, it is to challenge your thinking about your sales process and your patterns. Where are you? How big is your gap to being an elite closer? Uh, Somebody that every single time you find a qualified human that needs what you want and will benefit from it and get a result or solve a problem, that your mindset and your skill set gives them that opportunity. That's the biggest thing. That's amazing. So it always starts with attitude, doesn't it? where you're at, what you, you know, I think, you know, it's get, it's breaking that mold, isn't it? In selling. Like what, like what, what am I trying to achieve? What's the outcome? What am I trying to like, Understanding that is really, really important. So um, we've been on here now for, for a little bit. So I just thought it'd be good 
um, just to share maybe just a couple of language questions might be really good at a lower level for people that they could just implement immediately yeah, um, within um, their school. So, so like, which part of the journey are we on? At the beginning or at the end of the at journey? At the beginning, like someone just to implement a couple of little changes, little small changes, that i.e. close questions, open questions. Yeah. So, so I, think, I, think, I think, look, cru- crucially, uh, the first thing I'd do is um, I would get really good at asking questions that start with the word what. Okay. What do you know about martial arts? Um, what would need to happen during the class for your children, so that they'd want to come again. Um, just start with what? Um, what do you think martial arts could do for you that would overcome a challenge you've got in your life or get you a better result? You see the power of that question, just a simple question. You know, what, what are you looking for tonight um, that you haven't got at the moment with sports, with other sports that you send your kids to? So just asking questions around what to start with. Uh, what do you need? from tonight for it to be the greatest night you've ever had and for you then to go on and spend more time, money and effort and energy coming to our dojo. You know, what would a dojo need to provide for you and your family um, that you haven't got now from the rugby club or the soccer club or the football club um, so that I can make sure that during the training session tonight you have the absolute best experience and it becomes an absolute logical next step for you to come into the dojo uh, more often. I think it's great. I mean, that's a great question. And what's great about that is, is if it, if it comes down to a very, very simple um, formula, guys. Because what? What? What is it? If it like, think about this. Like, you can, you can literally sell and serve anyone. What do you need? Right? So, so highest level. What do you need? Go and get it for them. Then give it to them and sell it to them. Think about the logic behind that. How easy is it? for someone to buy something that they want. I mean, it's so simple, isn't it? But here's the most important thing. Do you find out what and why? What's the reason? Like we say this on our, when they walk into the dojo, guys, like, and I've learned this all from Matt, by the way. I'm not, I'm not, like, my language is at a much higher level. I do this on a daily basis. The questions I ask is like, what is the reason you're here today? What is the number one reason that your child is here? Well, it's this, you know, and I'll, I'll ask that great question. Or like if on a Facebook message, before we can, like, to serve you at the highest level, first I can ask you, what's the main reason for you commenting on this post? Bang. Find out what they want and why they want it. Really, really powerful question. Yeah, and I think, good. the other thing as well that I'd uh, say that we could do even better than that is um, when you first ask a human being, when a stranger asks a human being a powerful question, the human being that's answering the question will generally use a bit of deflection and a bit of like, oh, fucking hell, that was a good question. I'll bet I'll think about that. Um, <laughs> so they'll, they'll often give you an answer that's just a little bit guarded. So I'm going to give you a real truthful, look, this podcast, I'm just going to go truth all in. I'm not going to fuck about it, right? So a parent who smokes 40 cigarettes a day, right, um, and uh, maybe they're, uh, you know, they like drinking and um, they haven't got a lot of spare cash and their children get fed a lot of shit at night, uh, cheap chips, cheap fucking pizzas, cheap frozen food, and their children are overweight, right? 
and they're obese before the age of 10, which means they are not going to live till they're 70 or 8. They're going to die early, right? That's just a fact, isn't it? I know it's a bit harsh, and for those of you listening to me, they're going, fuck me, this is harsh. Yes, it's harsh. It's the hard truth. By the way, like, how many people go to the dojo where their children are obese? And they're obese, and they get bullied because they're obese. (laughs) Correct. So loads, right? So um, that child, um, or that parent, rather, uh, when you say to them, so uh, thanks ever so much for bringing uh, little Johnny uh, down this evening. Uh, lovely to see you, little John. Oh, he's chewing on a chocolate bar again. Um, okay, now, you know, no shit Sherlock. And by the way, I'm no raisin snake, as you can probably see. But at the age of 10, my generation, we didn't carry weight because we just ran around all day and played TIG and Aki yeah. 1, 2, 3 and football and cricket and kiss chase and all that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> we didn't have computers and shit like that. You know, we used to be active, you know, you know what I'm saying? So um, that parent is going to be suffering, um, and I want to get, you know, I want to say this now with love and respect, because this is a tough situation for this particular human being. It's not a blame. But guess what emotion the parent has deep down? Well, it's going to have now, regret probably, or it's going to have upset. It's the worst one, nearly one of the worst ones of all. It's a fucking shitty little word called guilt. Guilt, yeah. Yeah. And, and guilt is fucking horrible, and we've all felt it. And it is yeah. when you feel guilt, um, it is just a, not a good emotion. So it is unlikely when they walk up to you and you go, Oh, hi, how are you? Thanks for coming down. Or what's your strongest reason for coming in? That they go, I feel really guilty. Yeah. Because of me, my children are obese. Yeah. And they're being bullied. So they're not going to say that. So um, I know this is maybe like if the dial was 10, we've just hit 10. Yeah. Right. But look, we're looking to give international class value around the globe on this podcast. So make no apologies for being 10 on the dial. The truth is, I'm going to give you a tiny little, before we wrap this up, yeah. I'm going to give you the most powerful two words that you could possibly use in this situation. So, Mr. Smith, thank you so much for coming to the dojo tonight to give little Johnny, who's eaten a chocolate bar, who's overweight and been bullied, um, a free training session to decide whether or not martial arts can help you. What is your strongest reason for coming? They will give you a guarded answer. Oh, I just like the ad. What I want you to do now is say, thank you. Um, Yeah, the ad's important. What else? Mm. And watch their reaction. Because then they have to go, fuck, I haven't thought about like what I say me. Now, now what they say next will be so close to the truth. It's frightening. And you have to listen. Mm. Because whatever it is that they say next is the strongest reason why at the end of the class you should close them. Yeah, that's amazing. So you'll find out that, that you know they're going to give you surface level stuff for and then yeah. next maybe class, once, maybe twice, maybe twice. What else and what else? And you'll get down to that emotion. If you feel it's surface level, pop a what else? Yeah, nice, nice. And then now, now you know why they're coming, and that's the main reason. Mm. And if you serve that and show them how that solves that, that's it. That's how they will close themselves, or you could mm. close them on that. Bang. Absolutely amazing. So uh, we could talk for hours. I'm sure we're going to be doing way more podcasts on this and following up and stuff. So it's absolutely amazing. First of all, I wanted to say thank you, Matt, for being amazing and um, for helping me put me on this journey. 
you, what Matt teaches is absolutely world class. And you know, I'm an avid learner. Um, I, you know, I I practice daily. I practice not just with my team, but with my family, with who everyone I speak to. I catch myself, and we'll talk about that on another podcast, I think. But it's really has helped change my life in so many ways. I can't even say. So I want to massively thank you um, for that, and just thank you um, for you know opening up and um, you know the dialogue and the the the. Um, the experience of closing and selling to the martial arts industry. Like it's like, it's now starting. I love seeing this because, you know, I have a big passion, a bigger vision of really opening up this industry and really helping them see the real possibilities of building a martial arts school, which isn't just teaching martial arts. Because you guys have all got that tied down. Martial arts business mastery is not about teaching you how to teach, teach. you know how to teach your school. That's where you focus 99% of your time. This is about helping you step up, grow, step into new areas to become a better school owner, to serve more human beings. And sales, closing, language, all of that, um, Matt is world-class. So thank you very much, Matt. I really, really appreciate you on the podcast. Um, what else would you like to cover or what else would you like to say, Matt? No, I, I think, mate, look, I, I really appreciate it. And look, you know, I, I've learned, you know, over the past few weeks and months, I've been creating an enormous amount of content, I'm, I'm, I'm on YouTube now, I've got, you know, videos, I'm online much more than I was because actually my, um, I, I was got my little shitty pattern about, oh, you know, I don't really want to spread my message. But here's the point, um, you know, what martial arts school owners around the world do for people is immense. And, you know, we need to shout it from the rooftops and... We need to get our YouTube channels out there. We need to get our Facebook groups um, in the communities uh, out there and spread the message because, you know, my, my advice to everybody is to spread your message and start really close to you. Um, start in your local street, start in your schools and then build out from the school into your community and your villages and your towns and your cities and, and spread it and spread it and spread it. And eventually, as Gordon's done, you can spread it around your own country and then you can spread it around the globe um, uh, because what you do, I really appreciate it. And you know what? When you become amazing um, at providing this service to people in a way that is congruent with you, your team uh, and your values and making uh, the sales process uh, logical and easy to follow, and uh, optional for people uh, that need what you do, uh, then closing the deal becomes an absolute pleasure, and everything else seems to grow from there, which is uh, which is amazing. Amazing. So to, thank you again to catch up with Matt to follow Matt. He's on YouTube. Catch you on Matt out, Matthew out. Is it Matt Owl or Matthew Owl? Matthew Owl. Yeah, you Matthew can get Matthew Owl YouTube. on YouTube. Catch him on LinkedIn. Catch him on Facebook. Like he's all over. Watch his video. Gives so much great content out. Thank you very much, uh, Matt. I'm really appreciate. Much love to you all, everyone listening. Remember, keep learning, growing, and you will continue to succeed. Education is king. Um, that's all you need to do is focus on learning and growing. Never, never stops. Thank you very much, Matt. I'll speak to you guys very, very soon. Thank you and uh, uh, God bless. 
Thanks for listening to the Martial Arts Business Podcast. You can follow Gordon personally on Facebook at Black Belt in Business. Also, join our free Facebook group, Martial Arts Business Mastery Community, for some great advice, tips, and support on building your martial arts empire. Keep learning, developing, and growing, and you will become a Black Belt in Business.